Rebecca, how you doing? Welcome to our podcast. Here's Melissa, Laura, and Rob. Welcome to today's episode. It's a special one. We are recording in the evening. And so for one time, we won't have our cacao, except for Rob, who's <laughs> prepared his cap. Yeah, bazinga. I ain't letting you folks down. Drink up, buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> but, we can, but we can anyway take a breath and just express our grateful for the cacao for this beautiful plant. That was always, our, always in our heart. And also for all the plants, the spirit plants, the master plants that are always with us, working with us. Mother Ayahuasca, Mapacho, Noyarab, Ubinsana, Triachaki, Chirik Sanango, Marusa, Mambe. Any other? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot of them already. <laughs> Water, uh, Mother Earth. Maybe we should do a Mamambe You Doing podcast. <laughs> we talk a lot. So thank you for these beautiful plants that were present with us. And we can start our podcast. It's a special episode on the Congress that I just went to in Miami. It was uh, the um, Microdose Wonderland. So it was a congress about psychedelic. The first day was uh, about the indigenous culture and plant medicine. The second day was more about the business. And the third day was uh, more about the pharmaceutical companies that are exploring psychedelic. Uh, I wish we could we could have gone. It uh, sounded like such a wonderful, uh, you know, symposium that they had, and basically the you know I, I know that there were several people that went, and there was a lot of good information. Um, but really, what I was mostly intrigued about was you know the indigenous that first day that you were talking about and all the information that you've told us so far, but that I know we're going to be sharing later. It just, um, that was just fascinating to me and hearing, you know, what these very wise people had to say. It was just, yeah, um, we had to have a podcast on this. It was definitely needed. That information needs to be told to everyone. Yeah, so the elderly or the indigenous uh, people that were there in particular were Lane Moonwalker. Uh, she is the elder of the Aniwa Council. Naba, who is from Africa. Um, Mapu, of the tribe Hunikuin. And Oscar, from Mexico, who served peyote. And they really share so much wisdom. Um, the, the Congress was amazing. The, 
the indigenous people that were represented were overall just like very like all of all, only these four people so that raised a little bit the um the issue if you want that we need to include them more while we are exploring and we are uh, taking from their wisdom from their tradition and also like one point I uh, saw another conference the the second day that was about um, how technologies can be included or AI and all that in this new psychedelic industry. They call it industry for now because it's what we used to call it. But I think it's nice to go back to how it wasn't previously that was psychedelic movement. Because it's more of a movement than industry. But anyway, I just I want to say that so right now there was uh, like uh, even financially there was a big boom of investors and now because of the recession uh, all of this company are not having access to finance or, um, which one of the person there who actually was bringing forward um, AIs or, or actual virtual reality more than AI virtual reality to psychedelic journey which is kind of a little. It's so weird to think of like virtual reality and a psychedelic journey. Like I can't even imagine how they would implement that and have it be anywhere realistic, mm-hmm. you know, to what an actual person goes through. Like I can't even imagine that at all. <laughs> Maybe AI is trying their best to simulate a psychedelic immersion. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like the virtual reality. She was explaining a little bit how, like, studying what a, a journey, what it can be, the benefits are, like, some triggers, some trauma, and then anchoring. Um, I'm not explaining that well, but because for me it's just such a weird concept. But anyway, what I like at the end that she said, maybe it's a good thing that there's this recession right now so we can all like have time to breathe and really reflect on this movement. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really wise because it's really important to respect the tradition of the tribes where this come from, respecting the tradition, respecting the plants, really understanding that there are like the, the spirit behind it, there are ancestors behind it. And so really approaching this from, from this point of view. Yeah. And, you know, I think that kind of goes back to our last podcast where, you know, where we um, had, and if you haven't listened, please listen, but it was transmissions from Mother Ayahuasca and our last journey that we had with her and ceremony. And it was so important because the messages that, you know, she conveyed, you know, were very much surrounding that topic of being I can't tell Melissa's wearing these glasses from the from the Wonderland thing and it's really funny anyway sorry <laughs> but I, I think it's about respecting that tradition and respect and being respecting the sacredness of this of and the heritage of these plants and of the indigenous and really 
bringing back our focus and our awareness and our attention onto how we use these medicines, why we're using these medicines, and really just, you know, making sure that we do it in a very sacred way, honoring, you know, the the heritage of all of it, including, you know, these plants, which happens to be the heritage, meaning the, you know, Mother Earth and where these plants are coming from. So, I don't know, it, I, I think it all sort of ties together and the main message here from not only those, the, the, Speakers during the Wonderland, but just even from these the plant spirits that were the messages are coming very clear that we really need to bring attention to, you know how and respecting these plants, respecting Mother Earth, respecting the tribes, respecting you know the whole process of everything, and really just you know we need to change basically we need we meaning the consumers um need to change our how we approach you know plant medicine in general you know that's definitely a big challenge because i think what we saw this week at wonderland was a bit of a clash of cultures because you have you know the indigenous tribes who've been using things like peyote and mushrooms and ayahuasca for thousands of years, you know, presenting, you know, on the stage next to ketamine, MDMA, and LSD, which are all, you know, celebrated this event too, but they're manufactured in a lab and they've been around for, you know, years, not millennia. So, you know, education, I think, is going to be very important moving forward. And... You know, as people get into the world of psychedelics, the proper use case, set and setting, preparation, you know, post uh, use integration are all going to be so important. And, but there's one thread that can run through all of these different substances in any stage that you're, you know, involved, whether it's, you know, you know, pre ceremony or, or post integration, it's the respect for the medicine and how it can impact your life and the major changes that can come from it. And reverence needs to be paid to the people who are able to provide that environment for you, your facilitators, the people who procure it, uh, the people who have passed down the lineages and the teachings. So, you know, though there are various different backgrounds, um, I think the the respect and the reverence given to the medicine is going to be just so critical going forward for everyone. Yes, there were also organizations that are really in the front, battlefront, if you want to call it this way. I don't like much. (laughs) But, like, they're bringing forward really and protecting and educating about these issues. One is Chakruna and the other is Boa, the one that was... That brought these elderly to the conference, and so it's also important to like support this organization that are already there to bring forward the message that it's so important to remember where these medicine are coming from, and even more like uh, like like grandmother Linnea was explaining how first of all is a sacred relationship with Mother Earth, with the moon with the sun, 
And from this sacred relationship that we have and the sacred relationship that these plants have, and because they have, these plants have the sacred relationship with with the Mother Earth, with the Moon, with the Sun, that they help us to reconnect with the sacred relationship that we have with, again, Mother Earth, Father Sun, the moon and so we to feel whole to reconnect back so remember remembering that it's all part of a whole and this indigenous tribe indigenous people have carried on the knowledge and this connection this sacred connection and we need to respect that we need to be part of this chain remembering where we're coming from respecting them, respecting the plant, knowing that we are a part of a chain to bring forward to the next generations. Yeah, it was, you know, it really struck me when I was listening to her talk and about that connection and how important that connection is. And it's it's not just between me as a person and the plant or me as a person and Mother Earth or me as a person and the moon. It's it's really the connection between all, everything and how it all works very... I, I don't even know what's the word I want to use. Synergy. Yeah, like a synergy, you know? Like it, it's all connected to the point where, you know, what what we receive or what we're trying to receive from these plant medicines or, you know, when we're actually partaking in these ceremonies, you know, is more than just, hey, give me some knowledge and some wisdom. It is way more than that. And it's when you really dig into it and realize that these plant medicines, they're only bringing forth what they've been given by Mother Earth. They only bring forth what they've been, what they've you know, received from Father Sky and the moon and the sun. And so they've uh, uh, received this wisdom that they now give forth to us. And so now it's our job to receive that wisdom, but then also to give back, you know, not only to others, other people, and not only to Mother Earth, but give back to the plants, give back to the sun and the moon. And, you know, it's just, and it's a, it is give and take. But often when people come to the medicine, they're just taking. They just want to take that wisdom. They want to take that knowledge and use it for themselves, but they don't really honor the whole process. And I think that that message that she gave was so important is, is the honoring and the respecting of the entirety of the process. It's not just, hey, give me some, some wisdom here. It's, hey, you know, thank you. Thank you very much for your wisdom. And now I will honor you by not only taking that wisdom, but, but honoring, giving back to you as the plants, giving back to this earth. And then bringing that wisdom forward to other people who are receptive to hearing and, and needing that wisdom. Yeah, and there was so much wisdom that they share. Um, also, like, the second day they were, there was this dome in the Congress uh, where they really share more more of their wisdom and also, like, uh, Grandmother Lene 
did a、uh, ceremony on water. So, how important all these elements are, we do not need always necessarily to go to the, let's say, the big medicine, the,、mm-hmm. the ayahuasca, the peyote, even just like a beautiful ceremony on blessing the water and sharing the water was very powerful. And there was an important concept that she shared. It's like when we misuse something, and that's how we start the ceremony of the water by just apologizing to the water, to the abuse、mm-hmm. that we gave her, even unconsciously. You know, we are like 70% of water, so the water is in us. And if by abusing the water, we abuse ourselves.、Mm-hmm. And I really like the idea of like a misuse, 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 so three times then becomes an abuse. That's very important to remember. Also, when we use、uh, plant medicine, that if it's not used correctly, so even with the best intention you may have, you're still like misusing it, misusing it, misusing it, and then become an abuse to the plant medicine. And that's what also came. When we channel、mm-hmm. ayahuasca, that she was asking for doing it traditionally, and there's just one way to work with that medicine, and that's traditionally. And also, the other one of the other elder,、um, Naba, so from Burkina Faso. And he was explaining how that's also an interesting point, like because at the Congress, science or medicine, Western medicine was very present. It was all day just on, on, on them, for them. And he was saying, like, how also their way of using plants, their medicine is scientific. But it's scientific in their own way. There's a different way of approaching the study of molecule of plants, which is not necessarily taking the molecule out and studying the lab, but it's by building a connection、mm-hmm. with the plant, our sacred relationship, a contract for life. And by that, like you study the plants by studying the effect on your own, you don't do like study in the lab. And the plant will teach you and tell you what to do. And it was given an example for COVID how、um, the plant told them to use,、um, to, act, to take a very poisonous snake, one of the most poisonous on earth, take it, and to prepare a、um, vaccine from that. And so they had to. Hand for the snake having alive to use it, and they were able to vaccinate in that way 3,000 people. And also, it was saying like when, when in the pandemic,、uh, so the world was worried about、uh, COVID, they were not worried because they had their medicines, they had their plants, and that did not affect them as much as the rest of the world for that reason. But so the point is like, Uh, there's different ways, different science, if you want. And they carry on a very old tradition. And we can see that in India with Ayurveda, there's all this in China, there's all these old traditions we need to consider also. 
Something that I found pretty interesting about the conference as I was watching chemists talk about you know, manufacturing substances and people who are in the patent departments at big pharmaceutical companies, um, you know, all the way down through the indigenous people is that, you know, through all the discussions, there was this tone of sacredness, um, respect for the psychedelics and, um, you know, a, a bit of spirituality. I don't know if I've seen as much spirituality in any conference, uh, but it was definitely not center stage, but it was definitely on the stage for most of the discussions. Um, and it was really beautiful to see that, you know. I mean, you're talking about doctors administering ketamine in a clinical lab environment, and, you know, their perspective was that there's a huge spiritual component that has to be tied into to all of this work because that's where the healing is going on. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how everything unfolds from the medical side of things. Um, you know, the ceremonial side of things, it is, you know, steeped in the, the spiritual side of, of the healing journey, whereas, you know, the pharmaceutical and the you know, manufactured substances um, don't have that history, but it seems to be that it, you know, most of the people who are leading a lot of these thought groups and discussions um, really think it's part of an integral uh, part of the, the process. So it's, it's wonderful to see that. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised and happy to hear the therapists that use ketamine and how uh, it was a panel of maybe four or five um, therapists that use ketamine with different backgrounds, some psychiatrists, some psychologists. And one was actually a plastic surgeon. Ooh. It was interesting because, like, he realized that how people come to plastic surgery to try to be happy, but there's a deeper mm-hmm. issue behind it. And so, but how they were all approaching the use of ketamine and therapy in a very like spiritual way, as Rob was saying, and how they were understanding how important it is to walk the patient or the, the passenger or the participants into preparation integration with with therapy, with coaching, in all that and one of them was saying how like what we're doing is very important what we're doing here is awakening humanity so they understand that it's a bigger mission that we are all working uh, towards and what was interesting because another issue that came out often was about the DEA and FDA that for many of them it's hard to use to to use these substances to help people because of these organizations. And and the plastic surgeon was saying, well, if someone wants to just have a new nose just because they want to have a new nose, there's no other reason, I can't put them so much ketamine for the anesthesia. But if someone wants to, like, spiritually improve their life or, or anyway their mental state, 
and improve the life overall, <laughs> there's just much more constrained by the law. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy, but, you know, it describes bureaucracy for you, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And also, apparently, in there, there were many uh, speakers from Canada also, and apparently in Canada, the use of psychedelic is legal, but it's like it has to be like the last source. So if someone, like for example, have suicidal thoughts, very deep depression, nothing work, so then they can give them a psychedelic. So somehow, it's legal to use, but still like and like as a last resource. Yeah, that's interesting. And, you know, what I keep thinking about is this balance that need that needs to happen or that I guess that our humanity is struggling with, right? And that's the balance between our own spiritual connection to these plants and learning from these plants. Um, and at the t- same time, the balance of, you know, using what we have for our own tools, which now is technology and um, our society and, and trying to figure out how can we get it to be more accessible and to have more people to have access to these plants and to get their healing and receive their wisdom. And so there's a, there's a balance. And, you know, the traditional way, obviously, is, you know, in the jungle and in these tribes, you know, they, they work with these plants. They commune with them and they, you know, create a relationship with them. And that's how they learn from them. Whereas for us, we're all like, hey, let's, you know, <laughs> give me a pill. <laughs> Put it in a pill and I'll learn learn from it that way. And you know, there's a, there's got to be a balance between all of that. Um, you know, my preference personally is that uh, you know we go to the original traditional way and we learn from these plants ourselves, and we don't try and use the technology and the stuff. And I know there there could be some people that argue with that with me, but that's my own personal preference and and opinion is that. Um, the traditional way is the the best way in order to respect these plants and to truly learn from them. And I think you you see that when when people go to do dietas and they spend that time with their plants and really create and cultivate a relationship with them so that they then can learn from them. And it isn't a quick, you know, one week, two week thing. I mean, it's creating this relationship. It takes time um, and an effort on our part, right? And um, it I think what the grandmother even said, it's, you know, she trained for um, 16 years and three months, and that was considered precocious, you know, by her, you know, the, I don't want to call them tribe, but tribe, um, you know, because they take, it takes that such a long time at minimum in their tribe, what, 17 years, she said, and she finished a little early in her, um, teachings. And so it's just, it's interesting when people come and they, you know, they might drink the medicine and all of a sudden they want, oh, I want to be a shaman and I want to spread ayahuasca around. And they've literally just drank the medicine once. So, um, you know, it always comes to mind, well, have you really cultivated that relationship? 
How can you serve something you don't have a relationship with? How can you facilitate something you don't have a relationship with? And that relationship takes time to build. So, I don't know. Just my two cents. Now there's another issue about the the pharmaceutical industry that is that the researchers apparently to research a molecule uh, one of the requirements is that they never use that molecule which is completely against what we're saying here yeah. they cannot because like they cannot have biases towards a molecule but then like I met like a researcher pharmaceutical researcher that research about psychedelic journey and the way he's doing that is by interviewing people that had journey and so trying to understand what part of the brain were late and what what chemicals were released by the brain or hormone and like for example for a certain experience maybe is serotonin and dopamine together and he is trying to so understand mapping all these so that he can he was saying so that he can eventually give people the journey that they want and which for me was like well in my head I was like well the spirits give you the journey that you need it's it's already <laughs> exactly right. customized as the much as no the plants know what you need that's the thing it's like how can a pill ever know what you need I, I just don't see that at all yeah and then and as grandmother was saying that's mm-hmm. what we think we know in our head it's not what we need in these plants knows it and that you need to be open and receptive like a child like a student mm-hmm. but anyway so uh, and that's why when he told me that and I asked him have you ever done a journey and he said no never and but I think it's the the discussion there will be or the way to approach this will be well come to my ceremony well, come yeah. to experience. Come, exactly. Come to experience. He was open to that, actually. Oh, really? Yes. Good. <laughs> and so that's, again, we, we cannot, by bringing forward the message, we cannot be closed and criticize the one that are not there. We need to meet them where they're at. Yeah. Educate. Where they're at, educate, take their hand and walk with them. Because at the end of the day, all our souls all want the same thing. Mm-hmm. So we need to approach it in this, in this way. Um. Yeah, I wanted to uh, go back to something Laura said about uh, you know, certain plants or medicines being coping strategies. And, you know, that's historically what things like alcohol have been. And it's been hundreds, if not a thousand years of, you know, people drowning their sorrows or fixing their problems with with a drink. And, well, that really hadn't worked. Um, And recently we are starting to see that come about with the cannabis industry. Um, You know, that is a master plant medicine and it has its rightful use in place. Um... You know, and it's becoming a thing that can be used as a coping strategy. Um, you know, psychedelics are a little bit different because you're just not going to, you know, pop one and forget about your troubles. You're going to 
you know, pop one and get mired down and dig around in them and swim in through them and look at them from every single angle. <laughs> so it's a bit of a different thing. But, I, you know, the thing that struck me is that as a society and culture and humanity in general, we keep trying to develop these things that help us cope. You know, and our world keeps changing and we need more ways to cope. And we're vastly figuring out some of them just don't work. And, you know, as we turn to plant medicines, um, those things do work, but it's not a quick fix. And like you mentioned, you need to take your time. You know, if you're going to change your jacked up life that's taking you 40 years or 30 years or 20 years to get all messed up, you know, give it a couple months of preparation and, you know, take it seriously and follow through and do the integration. And that change that you're looking for is there. It's waiting for you. And, you know, be patient with yourself and give yourself as much reverence and respect as you would the medicine because you are the medicine and you deserve it. Absolutely. But then there was another thing that came out about pills, about all this, right? And that also came out when I did another channel. And it's like eventually we're all going to understand the plant medicine is synchronous and use only plants. But there is, a, there is a space for now for the pill, for the ones, for example, uh, like one of the speakers was saying, well, your mother may not be ever be open to come to a ceremony but like if her physician give her like a little a microdose of psychedelic she will take it and that will start her journey in that way mm. so there is right now at this moment there is definitely um can a benefit of going that direction knowing that it is just temporary for the ones that cannot be open already to do a ceremony to actually work with those plants to go through that journey mm. and so we can for now just helping those people that are not ready in this way but with a clear mind that there is just temporary in this time in on earth because we are went too far away from our true nature and so that can be beneficial right now but knowing that we then are going to use plant and again bringing forward the respect for the tradition for the tribes for the plants for all life on earth and at the same time remembering earth remembering to save the soil, to plant trees, to clean the water, mm. and so on, and so on. Such, a, such an important message. And if you get nothing out of this podcast, get that message, you know, because we are all connected. And if we can just remember to honor the our mother earth the air that we breathe the water that we drink and the fire that is not only that gives us heat and all kinds of other things but if we can remember these elements that are part of us we are part of them and you know, it, it's like sort of like a circle of life. It's we would not exist without any of them at all. 
And, um, yeah, if, if there's nothing else that you get from this, honor that. Honor those elements. Ditto. <laughs> I got a lot to say sometimes, but not at the moment. <laughs> yeah. And, so, and we're also like a part of a chain. The chain starts from our ancestors, from the tribe ancestors. But we can, like, as humanity, they're all our ancestors, mm-hmm. respecting the ancestors. Remember, we are part of this chain. We're in between them and the next generations. And so remembering the responsibility that we have to bring forward this evolution of humanity and actually all spirits, plus also grandmothers say, like, you know, also it's their journey with our journey. We're whole one. And, yeah, if... um, in short, what I got from this Congress, apart from meeting so many beautiful people and seeing how, at the end, even the, the, the pharmaceutical researchers, everyone just wants to improve anyone's life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we all start from the same wanting to just improve human life. So remembering that we have this in common, and they're maybe approaching this from what they know the best. And we're there for education, sharing, and remembering to respect the tribes, to respect the spirits, and be back to become, to be whole. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know, what a wonderful conference. You know, and I, I wish I could have been there too, uh, but thank you very much for sharing all of it because I think a lot of these messages that they were conveying is was needed to be heard. Um, and that, inf- that information needs to be spread to, you know, to this world, to, to, to everyone. Um, so it's really, really important. So thank you, Melissa. So... Um what I think is uh, is interesting about this conference is that you get so many different people all in the same place talking about the same thing and culturally so different. Um, you have doctors, you have engineers, you have bankers, you have indigenous tribes, you got hippies, you got, you know, the tech people, you got, you know, business guys looking to do deals and, you know, the, the pharmaceutical industry is there and you have all these people and to me, hearing everybody talk so normally about a subject that for my life has been taboo mostly, God, it was so refreshing just to hear normal people talk normal about a subject that it has a, a huge impact, you know, with each of us at a very deep level. And to hear the sincerity that they spoke with and the respect for psychedelics and the healing power of the all the different variety of medicines, it just, um, I'm not going to say it legitimized it, because for me it, it has been legitimate, but 
it has opened my eyes to how far down the path we are. It, it's not, I mean, I don't think you can put the genie back in the bottle at this point. Um, there are so many organizations um, throughout this country that are able to legally do psychedelics, and it's just impossible for the government to come down and tell certain groups that they can't do it when a bunch of other ones are. Um, so... If you ever feel like, you know, maybe you're not doing the right thing or that society is thinking about it, log on to a psychedelic conference and see how many people are talking about the exact same things you're thinking about, how wonderful these these medicines are, how wonderful the healing is, not only for you, but for the people that you love and the ones that you're around and the people that you care about, Um you know, it's really amazing, and uh, I look forward to uh, being able to go to uh, a conference with you again in the future. Even though I didn't go, technically. <laughs> yeah. the, the last day was, um, I mean, all days you could watch it from the app, so I couldn't stay the last day. I came back home, and Rob and I, we watched the, the end of the of the day and the conferences together, so that was beautiful. Anyway, um, so so well to conclude, just again, like share this message, share, educate the importance of respecting plant medicine, respecting tribes and tradition, and save soil. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I think those are like very important messages and. Um, Thank you all for listening to this, and uh, we'd love to hear your input as well. So definitely let us know what you think about um, all these topics and how you view um, the use of psychedelics and plant medicines. And, um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Aho, baby. (laughs) Aho, thank you for listening. I got you later.